Hello again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo, and we are in part uh, 16 of How to Have God's Life Living in You, and this will be tape and CD number 117, so if you want to order a CD of this tape, this message, or a tape, a tape or a CD, ask for tape or CD number 117, and you can get it by... Uh, emailing us at alamoministries.com or you can fax us at area code 479-782-7406 or you can write us at, at Tony Alamo Christian Ministries P.O. Box 6467 Texarkana, Texas 75505 or you can call us at area code 479-782-7370. And at the end of this broadcast, you'll know whether you want to order a tape or a CD. Uh, it's program number 117. You know, we're in the last days, and truth is very rare these days. So many people are afraid uh, that because of what happened at uh, Waco, the Waco massacre, that it could happen to you. <coughs> if you uh, happen to be a born-again Christian yourself because it was uh, President Clinton and Janet Reno, the Attorney General, that stated that this should teach people uh, not to, to belong to a cult. In other words, Clinton being a Jesuit Catholic is warning people that you better not be any other, uh, you better not be born-again Christians, you better be a Catholic or otherwise uh, you're going to wind up like the people at Waco, Texas. And we may be reading an excerpt from a book. I've uh, brought this out when John Peeler, who was a former FBI, uh, CIA uh, agent, uh, undercover, and also a BATF, he stated that uh, the government wanted to murder those people as a testimonial that you should not belong to an independent church. You cannot, uh, in other words, Clinton, uh, a Jesuit, is um, stating the same thing that the Roman canon law states, that there is no other religion to be except this dreadful, uh, satanic, antichrist religion, Catholicism. Now, most Catholics don't realize how diabolical that cult is, and that's why they just fight for it, and when uh, they even stand up for the priests that are homosexuals that have been molesting little uh, boys. And um, <clears throat> they stand up, uh, they hide war criminals like Pope John Paul II, who made the cyanide gas to kill all those Jews over there. And they, they've just, uh, uh, they're up to date with their same atrocities like at the Waco massacre. I don't, as long as I'm alive, do not want to let people forget about that. Maybe that's uh, something that uh, you people out in the world can forget. But, uh, you know, if you belong to the Antichrist cult, the Catholic or any of those large denominational churches that have joined her, then you've taken the mark of the beast already. If you're too afraid to make a stand for the gospel, for the blood-washed saints, for the body of Christ, which is those of us that are in Christ, 
well then you're going to hell in the lake of fire and so you may feel safe and secure right now but um, let me tell you something there's uh, the day of judgment is at hand the day of the end of this world and judgment and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is at hand and you you're going to have to repent or you're going to have to deny the Lord and blaspheme the Holy Spirit and be a part of the Antichrist cult. Now the Pope isn't the only Antichrist. Satan lives in a lot of people today. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but we still want to uh, <clears throat> get involved here with how to have God's life living in you because if you do that, you don't have to worry about uh, being part of any religion because the Lord is is against religion. He's a salvationist. The Lord was not born into salvation, and he did not die. Uh, he was not born into religion at all. Religion had nothing to do with Christ, and Christ had nothing to do with religion. And if you re uh, listen to the former tapes that I've been preaching and teaching on, you'll be able to understand that for sure. If you'd like to have some of these tapes, they will come to you also free of charge. All right, now, Father, we thank and praise your holy name because you're a God that knows the thoughts and intents of every human being. You know those that are scheming against the true body, your body. You know those that have already blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's easy to see who they are because they do not partake in uh, your body. They don't have anything to do with your body. They don't, uh, it doesn't matter to them if uh, they know that they're going to hell in the lake of fire. That doesn't matter to them. But Lord, I ask you to convict people. And there's these people, there's so many of them that have already blasted the Holy Spirit that there isn't anything in the Word, your Word, that could convict them. They're just straight on their way to hell in the lake of fire. But Lord, I ask that you anoint, that you speak, um, that everything that's said in this message today is directed to me and through my lips so that the people in the world can be saved and that the church can be uh, strengthened and given a more positive stance in you. We ask it in Jesus' name and everyone says amen. Amen. All right, let's go ahead. Do you have some letters here? Which yes. are, where's, where is the first one from? Okay, the first one's from Tima, Ghana, Africa. Okay. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, my beloved and respectable, bro respectable brother Alamo, may the peace of our Lord be with you and with your spirit. I will not get tired of thanking you for your magnificent literature, which is like candy to my soul, which fortifies it and enriches it spiritual-wise with the divine word of God. Brother Alamo, thank you for your marvelous literature and your help to my people. I know that in fact it's touched so many souls, and many souls have been saved through your world literature from slavery and all evil. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for your obedience to sacrifice yourself wholly to the Lord to get such wonderful messages from our merciful Heavenly Father who wants us to grow strong in His grace. May the Lord continue to bless you and your congregation. Well, I'd like to interrupt here. What wonderful messages have you gotten out of the Vatican, out of the Catholic cult? Are there any wonderful messages that you're hearing from them? No. No, they're telling you that you shouldn't read the Bible because it's dangerous. 
But the Lord says that you better read the Bible because if you don't, you're not going to have God living in you, God's life living in you. And so uh, are there any wonderful messages coming to you from the One World Church or cult or the Vatican? No. All they let you do is read out of the catechism. They don't want you to know that they're the Antichrist or part of the Antichrist and all the religions in the world that have joined that cult uh, are part of the uh, uh, one world religion, part of the cult, the Catholic cult, the Vatican. They're the most treacherous bunch of Jesuits that ever lived. And you take these presidents today, they're no more United States presidents than uh, they are Christians. They are not Christian. They all say they're Christians, like Bill Clinton stated that he was uh, a born-again Christian in the Baptist Church. And the first thing he did when he was voted in as president, he leagued right in with the Pope and stated that the best thing about Perot that he knew of was that Perot was Catholic. And uh, then he has been seen kissing the Pope's feet in his ring. And then, of course, he spearheaded the attack uh, on Waco and uh, literally came against every uh, born-again spiritual church on the face of this earth, stating that people should be warned uh, that they should not belong to any other church but Catholic, or uh, they will wind up the same as uh, the Wake people at Waco, David Koresh and his bunch. I mean, how can anyone, this lesbian attorney general, the lesbians are going to wind up in hell anyway in the lake of fire, and why would anyone want to put a lesbian or a homosexual in charge of a, of a country that is supposed to be uh, built uh, on the Bible, on the U.S. Constitution? Bill Clinton is a Jesuit Catholic, and he... Uh, the first thing he wanted to do was take away the freedom of religion by saying you must belong to just Catholicism or else you're a cult and you're going to wind up like David Koresh, the Waco Massacre. Have you heard any good messages out of the Vatican in all your life? No. Not even one. <clears throat> but these people are no. They've never even heard the gospel before until they heard it from myself or they've heard it from some other born-again Christian. And most of them, they have not told them, informed them of what's going on in the world. And the Lord certainly wants us to know what's going on in the world. If we don't know who our enemies are, then how are we able to pray to the Lord to destroy, uh, to pray for them that they'll be saved, and if they won't, for God to pour uh, the uh, coals of fire on them. And so... Um, you know, they haven't, uh, he hasn't got a gut on his body or in his body. All he does is use Vatican goons to back him up and cover up uh, the evil that he does. They're getting so bold today that they, this is going back in, I think, 1993, when he stood up and said, you know, I'm out of the closet now. This goes to show that people better not uh, believe in cults. You better not join a cult. That's saying... There's no more freedom of religion. Uh, this is the same thing that the popes have said to hell with the U.S. Constitution. In other words, just rip it away. And they said that the U.S. Constitution is evil. In other words, freedom is evil. 
they want us to have the be in the dark ages like in the days of the inquisitions but you people better stand up and get out of that mess over there and uh, you know when presidents or anybody nobody is supposed to be above the law this man should be tried as a murderer he murdered over 100 people there that day all sorts of children and they and there was flamethrowers shooting flames into that building and this gas that they put in there they they even outlawed it to fight our enemy any enemy of the united states because it's so uh, torturous on human beings and they uh, threw those gas bombs in there that was outlawed uh, into those little children and then they threw flamethrowers in there to turn the place on fire and then the press stated that they committed suicide uh, the press is the biggest bunch of dirty filthy rotten liars that ever lived the Bible states that Satan would be given a voice in these last days and there isn't anyone else around that these uh, the Vatican can use to exalt itself and to justify their crimes all over the world but through the media they get these presidents that are nothing more than puppets under the threat of death to get up there and tell you the reason why we're giving the United States away to our former enemies and they give you good reasons you know through the media of why we're giving away our seaports and why uh, it's all right to kill people that don't belong to that rotten filthy degenerate dastardly antichrist catholic vaticanite uh, cult this is tony alamo speaking and they'll probably uh i've known all the times for about 41 uh, years, almost 42 years now that they're liable to kill me uh, because they do anyone that comes out against that dastardly bunch of uh, ungodly, the, the Bible calls them bastards. A bastard is a person that doesn't have God for their father, that doesn't have a father. And that's what they are. They have sold their souls for a position in government for uh, money and to be part of a protected species here on earth but you know we who are the people of the Lord we don't have to worry God said that he's going to protect his people and he's going to deliver his people and for four, almost 42 years now he's done that and I've got the word out already on that bunch of goons and even if they did take my life, uh, the martyrdom of myself uh, would, it's going to go on forever because my literature is out by the hundreds and hundreds of millions and the thousands of tapes that I've done. The work that I've done, that the Lord has done through me, is going to go on until the end of the world. And so I do this to discourage Satan, you bastard that is encompassing that is living within the bodies of these demonic reprobates that think that they're safe don't you people know that God Almighty in the form of the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back to earth real soon and then you're going to be on your knees praying for the rocks and mountains to fall on you to hide you from the wrath of the Lamb of God God's going to send you people straight into hell in the lake of fire you're going right in there 
with your father the devil okay let's finish this man's letter I love you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ dear pastor Lama you said that you would like to send me some of your Alamo Christian Ministries t-shirt or sweatshirt please I would like you to send me both please my size is medium and one for my pastor he said he would like you to send me some one of the t-shirts and a sweatshirt his size is medium yours faithfully Rebecca from Tima Accra Ghana West Africa right just speaking of that we have a, a book here called um, the secret terrorists uh, we know that uh, we're blaming Al-Qaeda and all these other um, Arabs for bombing the World Trade Center but we know it was an inside job and there's so many exposés on that it happened right from the uh, Catholics in the White House <clears throat> well we hear all these phony people calling themselves Christians that actually have large television programs saying that uh, Bush is the Messiah and that he's a he's a um, actual Christian but there's so much evidence in here this book here was written by what's the author's name Bill Hughes okay you can order that book of the secret terrorists by Bill Hughes and this just confirms the things that I've written too. just read this segment from here to here from the beginning of his presidency, George Bush has been promoting the Jesuit agenda. Now, Jesuit is the secret order of the Catholics, of the Vatican. It's the secret, a Jesuit priest. Uh, Clinton is, is a Jesuit priest. FDR was a Jesuit priest. And all you can't make it as a president unless you are a Catholic, a Jesuit priest. Okay, and Clinton is a, a Jesuit priest and George Bush is a Catholic priest. Now just go ahead and start again. From the beginning of his presidency George Bush has been promoting the Jesuit agenda. Two months into his presidency surrounded by cardinals of Rome the president dedicated a cultural center in Washington DC to the greatest enemy this republic has ever had the Pope of Rome. Right well the, that, those are the ones that are telling him to give our seaports away and they, they have great script writers that write speeches that make you believe that this is coming from George W. Bush, that everything is why, and to make good relationships with uh, Arabs, that we should give our nation away. Now, isn't that nice? Uh, ask uh, other nations if they'd like to give their seaports away so they could have good relationships with us. Now, if we're we, one uh, side of their mouth, they're saying that we have the most dynamic, powerful armed forces, and yet we have to kiss their feet and give them our seaports. Come on, make up your mind. Are we weaklings to where we got to kiss their feet and give away our seaports in our nation to the Japanese, the Germans, the Chinese, the Arabs now? I thought it was the Arabs that bombed uh, the um, <clears throat> World Trade Center and the Pentagon. And uh, it was the uh, Arabs, too, that had part in, the, uh, <clears throat> in Waco, I suppose. Those were all government agents, supposed to be United States government agents, and it was United States government agents that blew up the uh, federal building in uh, Oklahoma City and also the World Trade Center and also the Pentagon. We have had it, and you uh, people out there 
are idiots and you're hiding in narcotics, drugs, alcohol, glue, gas, whatever you can sniff to get your heads buried deep in the sand. In, in the sand. Okay, now read this again from the top. It's just a short little excerpt here. From the beginning of his presidency, George Bush has been promoting the Jesuit agenda. Two months into his presidency, surrounded by cardinals of Rome, the president dedicated a cultural center in Washington, D.C. to the greatest enemy this republic has ever had, the Pope of Rome. Bush declared that he is going to enforce the words and teachings of the Pope here in America. And that's the will of the Pope, is to give away our country, to give away our seaports, because they hate the fact that we are a Bible-believing nation. And if you think that this man has sworn, and Clinton has sworn, to uphold the U.S. Constitution, which says the freedom of religion and that we are to be a sovereign nation, separate from all other nations, where the Vatican is using our military power to destroy other nations, and the other nations are uptight at us and want to destroy us. And, you know, people for hundreds of years have been uh, exposing this organization, but you people are waking up when it's too late. All of a sudden, you know, what they've done down through the years is shocked you and then appeased you and then shock you and appease you. They call it the yin-yang. Uh, set up. They ying you and then they yang you. They tell you, oh yeah, we're going to give away the seaports. Let's talk about it. And you say, what? These are the people that supposedly uh, are our enemies? What? We're going to give all of our uh, automobile industry from Detroit and Flint, Michigan and all those places over to the Japanese? Now they're swaggering around here like a bunch of uh, cocky bullfighters, you know, like they're brainy they're not brainy they were just given these things by this pope and these false presidents and they're not brainy at all the japanese or the germans aren't either we defeated them remember and they burned our people and killed millions of our people and the germans killed millions of jews and now we're giving everything to them and the Japs, our enemies from World War II. The people that were the war criminals, the Vatican let them go because they were servants to the Vatican. They did what the Vatican wanted them to do. And now you people don't believe that. And that's just sad for you because if you believe in this uh, world antichrist cult government, and the dirty, lying news media that allows people to get on there and tell lies and justify giving away our seaports and everything like they did Bush this morning, well, then you have, you're blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And I deserve to be killed like the people over at Waco, right? That's their, because uh, I'm totally against them. I'm totally against the Antichrist. I'm for Christ. I'm not anti-Christ or against Christ. I'm for the Bible. I'm not anti-Bible like the Vatican is. Where do you think it's coming from that they took the Bible out of schools and they don't want you to even mention the word God and they want to take Christ out of Christmas and all the other things that those weasels are doing in this country? And, of course, this means, and you're accepting it, that means you have declared war against God. And now God is declaring war against you. There's going to be more earthquakes, more tsunamis, more hurricanes. Go ahead and build New Orleans and God will smash it down again.
that place is nothing but a hideout for a bunch of yeah, that's a Catholic city. They even call it uh, uh, precinct. These precincts and everything. They they even have uh, satanic emblems on their police cars over there. It's pro-Catholic. The, the Mardi Gras is strictly Catholic, and sin is strictly Catholic. They're not against sin. They are uh, trying to accommodate the world to have peace. They say by uh, everyone should be filthy and. Uh, Everyone, we have to just slap, slap murders on the the wrist and give them maybe five or six years in prison unless they kill one of our Catholic friends, uh, and so on. But go ahead and finish this. The best way to honor Pope John Paul II is what this is what Bush is saying. Go ahead. Truly, one of the great men is to take his teaching seriously. Take his teaching seriously to do away with the Word of God. It's in the newspapers that he said that uh, reading the Bible is dangerous and that fundamental Christians that preach the kingdom of heaven and that you must be born again and that you must be have all your sins washed away and that you can't sin or you're going to hell. He says that this is, uh, this all this has to be stopped. We have to live uh, demonic lives and, and if we do that, then we're friends of the Vatican. Read that again, that, that we he's going to enforce everything that this devil uh, is going to tell us to do or tell him to do. It doesn't make any difference if it's... Uh, he told uh, Clinton to go ahead and kill those people at Waco. And he told uh, uh, this FBI man, you can order my John Peeler track, the one that uh, the John Peeler, where he was ordered to go and destroy... Uh, Waco, and he was also ordered to assassinate me. But he went over to our church, and he sat in there and realized that we were of the Lord. And they tried to say, the news media tried to say for years that we had guns. We have never had guns. We don't have weapons of any kind. We're not dangerous. Uh, there isn't anything that we're doing except exposing the Antichrist. And if that's not dangerous for you, if you believe in the Antichrist, then you're going to hell in the lake of fire, according to the Bible. That's why they don't want you to read the Bible. Okay? Okay, keep going. The best way to honor Pope John Paul II, truly one of the great men, is to take his teachings seriously, to listen to his words, and put his words and his teachings into action yeah. here in America. And his words and actions are kill anyone destroy anyone, do the same as he did to, uh, David Koresh if they won't join the Catholic cult and partake in this and if they uh, don't believe what the media says about them and about they painted David Koresh as being a cult and dangerous and everything when all the people in Waco said that he was a wonderful man and that he would have gladly surrendered if they would have just called him up. Or he said, bring him out here. I mean, I'll be glad to talk to him. If they want to arrest me, I'll let them arrest me and interrogate me. But no, they went out there, and John Peeler, the FBI, former FBI man, stated that it, uh, they called it a turkey shoot. We, they didn't go there to arrest anybody. They went there to kill him. And that's what they want to do to you if you're a born-of-the-spirit Christian according to uh, Mr. Clinton, ex-President Clinton. And I'm sure that President Bush is the same way. President Bush is not a, a Christian. You heard right here what he said, that the Pope is a great man. 
God had him talking out of a tube, drinking and eating out of a tube in his neck. That's what God thinks about him or thought about him. Okay, now let's read the next letter. Next letters from Uganda, Africa. Dear Pastor Tony Alamo, I am sorry I didn't thank you for the audio tapes you sent to me. Well, you don't have to thank me. It's my pleasure to do it. Then what? It was because I wrote a letter at the time when I was preparing to go for mission, and I had to post it when I returned from the mission. I am sharing them with my fellow preachers, and they are very wonderful and great. Thank you so much. May the Lord bless you abundantly. The Lord blessed the mission, and nine people trusted in Christ. Well, did anybody, does anybody trust in Christ at the Catholic cult? No, you believe, it's, it, it, they don't care if you don't believe in Christ, but they do care if you don't believe in the Pope, Catholic, cult, the Vatican. That's what they are upset about. You never hear them bringing messages about Jesus and how wonderful he is. It's just all heathenism. Okay, and Martin Luther, the Lutheran Church, is a cult is the same as the Catholics. They were anti-Semitic. Martin Luther was an anti-Semite and uh, hated the Jews. Uh, he believed the way all Catholics do, and they've uh, they call the Vatican the Holy Mother Church. They are not Christians, and they are the same as Episcopalians. And if you people want to join, if you keep in that church, that cult, well then go right ahead. The Presbyterians have joined up with her, and the Baptists they call it the United Churches. Okay, go right ahead. But there, know this, that judgment is coming. And if you think it's a light thing to turn your back on God and go for the Antichrist, you'll find out that this is punishable by death, hell, and the lake of fire eternally. Then what? Over 150 Christians attended the seminar, and many pastors and their people asked a lot of questions about Roman Catholicism and I had to go deep to expose it using your literature. On May 1st, 2005, the Lord was in our midst. The debate between Muslims and us were very successful, and it went on till midnight. Christians were greatly encouraged to touch the Catholic and Muslim community without fear. Yeah, we, we love to preach the gospel to the Catholics and the Muslims because, as I said, a lot of these people don't realize how evil the Vatican is. They don't realize it's the Antichrist culture. They keep them in darkness. They, they forbid them to read the Bible. And uh, they forbid them from being born again of the Spirit because if, when they do, then they're able to understand the Bible. They don't want you, uh, you to have Bibles. They've outlawed the Bible in um, many countries, and they're moving towards that right now. Okay, then what? Pastors requested me to do more training programs in all their churches. Brother, continue praying with us that the Lord will touch many lost souls and more Christians will be encouraged to expose the satanic religion Catholicism to everybody in Uganda. I prefer to have a t-shirt size extra large. Give my warm greetings to everyone. Brother Wilson from Cabal, Uganda, Africa. Okay, then what else? Next letters from Walsenburg, Colorado. Dear Pastor Lomo, at 3.30 a.m. I heard you on short wave. It was gratifying to hear you telling of people telling others about Jesus on the streets in the area you are in. The beast system of Revelation chapter 13 is moving rapidly in this country under the leadership of Satan. 
Satan? Oh, well, the Satan, the popes, the Vatican, the World Council of Churches, which is the Lutheran and the Baptist and the, all these people like that. They don't come against the Vatican. They wouldn't come against Satan for all the tea in China. And to save their souls, they won't do that. And what? The greater the number of people serving God in mm -hmm. any given area, the more protection from the devil we have, in my opinion. That's absolutely true. It's not your opinion. It's what the Lord says. Then what? Prophecy is being fulfilled in the persecution of Christians in all nations, including our once free USA. Oh, yes. It's not free anymore. They're on the attack. They, they actually kill this government, uh, which is uh, they th everybody thinks the U.S. government is the Vaticanite government, and they're killing our own citizens. These people that they killed at Waco were our citizens, were U.S. citizens. The people that they destroyed at the federal building were U.S. citizens. Uh, the people that they destroyed over at the World Trade Center, they're U.S. citizens. The people that they destroyed or tried to destroy over at the, uh, the pe uh, Pentagon were all world citizens. And the people that they're throwing in prison, even for mentioning the name God, and uh, is they're U.S. citizens. Uh, U.S. citizens are at risk. If you're a Vaticanite, well, then you get a free uh, wheel. But you do have you'll be put in confinement into hell, and you won't. You'll be it's the most frustrating thing that you'll ever go through, and you're going to go through it eternally. It's never going to end. You're going to burn. You're going to suffer. You say, how could a, a decent God do that, or a good God? God is good. But he uh, he kills, amen. Amen. God is good, but he kills. He says, "I make alive and I kill." God is good, but he says he's pouring wrath out on this world and on these people and all you people because you've turned your back on him, you've declared war on him, and now he's declaring war on you. And realize that you start attacking me, and God's liable to take your life. I've, he's taken many people's lives for attacking me in my church which is the church of the Lord then go ahead in Israel so-called holy sites are coming under control of the Vatican oh that's happened years ago brother that happened years ago all the uh, churches there are Catholic or Greek Orthodox this is all the same Russian Orthodox Greek Orthodox uh, Catholic Catholicism it's all one and the same Lutheranism Lutheran. Okay, what else? Making way for still more prophecy to be fulfilled. I've heard you talking about your literature and other written material. You spoke of how people should preach, quote, faith cometh by hearing, unquote. It was a helpful reminder for me to not depend on literature. Well, you, you have to read literature, too. Hearing the, the Bible uh, and hearing this literature that I write and other people write, you have to read, you have to study the Word, the word is God, and you have to. The word is Christ, and you have to study the word to know Him. Okay, that's what the Catholics don't want you to do. Is they don't want you to study the word because if you read the word, you're going to find out that they're the Antichrist. They don't want you to know that. Okay, then what? Saturday, the 17th of December, Bush was giving a speech. It contained a message, but not in the actual words. He said something like, quote, We cannot afford to be without the Patriot Act for even one day, unquote. Fact is, the Senate is controlled. The act was deliberately failing with a purpose. 
It is easy to say later that if it had not failed, they could have protected the population from terrorists. Could have can be said since February 1, 2006. Jesus is King, the ruling power, and he will rule supreme over all the earth soon. Uh, he does rule now in his people. We are the continuation of the Lord's incarnation here on earth. And so if we're doing the job as the Lord leads us to do while he's in us, he's doing the work, then he's control. He's ruling. He's uh, Because people of the world now have to pay attention to us because God has waged war on the earth now, uh, on the people of the earth, and he's going to kill hundreds of millions of you people. He's going to kill billions of you. And there you don't stand a chance. And it's going to happen soon. And there isn't anything that these uh, different uh, <clears throat> people that are being selected to stop God's wrath on this earth. This can't happen. You can't stop the wrath of God. When you try to prevent a flood, he'll open the earth and swallow you in whole. If you uh, <clears throat> try to hide inside the house, uh, you can't do that, or hide under the bed. <clears throat> God can rain down 100-pound kegs of, uh, of uh, hail, and he said he's going to do that. Or huge meteorites, that are gonna, one of them is going to crash into the ocean and make tidal, tidal waves so high <clears throat> that it will um, cause the ocean, to, uh, the ocean uh, front to be out near uh, Arizona or Arkansas someplace. So go ahead and keep reading. We know what is happening is chastisement. He will keep many of us safe during tribulation, but we must do what we can to survive, to prepare with food, water, etc. Well, you know, the people that left uh, Egypt didn't prepare for food or water or anything. That might have lasted them for a day, all that they could tote. But the Lord grouped, let the food come up on the ground during the day, and he had Moses strike a rock, and the water would gush out of uh, rocks, <coughs> flint. And so you shouldn't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink, the Lord said in the Beatitudes, because the Lord feeds the sparrows, and he clothes the lilies. You don't have to worry about those things. Amen? Amen. Uh, I mean, the Mormons worry about stuff like that. I mean, they have huge storage uh, buildings and so on, and the food's rotting in there. And, you know, just go ahead and eat. And if you're of the Lord, he'll uh, show you where to go, and he'll show you where the food is. Okay, then what else? Please send some literature. I would love to hear from you. Signed, Bruce, from Walsenburg, Colorado. All right, praise the Lord. All right, now... <clears throat> I think it's very apropos for us to read this because you're being conned every day by the president, the pope, and the, and the news media. They're letting him get on there and tell you all the reasons why we should sell our seaports to Arabia. Now, now they lied about, they said the same thing about me that they said about David Koresh, that I had guns. We didn't have any guns. They said that we had tunnels and that we were holding slave labor and we were doing slave... None of these things were the truth. I mean, before God, we were not holding people. I, there are no bars or chains on people in this church. Many of them have left, especially after the government raided our church because I exposed uh, 
Bush's father, the first Bush president, for having six Nazi war criminals as his advisors. They are all Catholic, of course. Uh, Jew killers. Jew killers. Instead of preaching the gospel to them, they like to kill them. The Lord says that we're not supposed to kill anybody. He said we're supposed to preach the gospel to the Jews because they're his favorite people. They're his special people. And uh, we're not to kill anybody. Anybody at all. But this is the doctrine of this, quote, U.S. government. Come on, you know better than that. That they're Christians? No, they're not Christians. They're Catholics. They're Jesuits. They're Jesuit priests. And they believe in killing you if you believe in the U.S. Constitution. Okay, read this excerpt from this book. The name of the book and the author. The Secret Terrorists by Bill Hughes. Okay, go ahead and read it real quick now. The Waco Massacre. A religious group known as the Branch Davidians lived in their compound they called Mount Carmel, just outside Waco, Texas. Well, this uh, writer here shouldn't call it a compound. That's what they like to do is make it sound like a cult. You know, a lot of evil things can happen on a compound, you know. You know, compounds is what the government has. And born-again Christians don't have compounds. They're living in a house, okay? out in the country so let's get that straight right now a lot of writers you know they get all discombobulated because they start using the same language that the media says don't ever use the word compound against uh, Christian churches because uh, um, the Lord told me that they were going to come and kill me so and my all the people in the church so he told me to divide the church all over the place so uh, instead of the church owning any property, all the people of the church got their own houses. And the church helped him do it, but it's all in their names. Because if anything, everything was in the, my church. This judge um, in Arkansas, what was his name? Called it my alter ego. What's his name? Morris Arnold. Yeah, Morris Arnold, a Catholic cult judge stated that all the property that the church had was my alter ego and so therefore we were to sell it uh, that they were to come uh, steal it from us and then give it to uh, Georgiades who is a Pittsburgh attorney an anti-Christ Catholic attorney and give it to two people that stole money from our church and give it to them give the money to them Come to find out the government never gave him any money whatsoever. They just wanted to demolish our church. And so uh, when I broke the church up and sent it all over, the, we had houses all over the country now, it frustrated them, and they're just trying to figure out what to do now, what to do. So in the meantime, they came up with a bunch of false witnesses and sent me to prison on fake IRS charges. First of all, we were tax-exempt. Secondly, everything that uh, came in, we put into the gospel field, just like we're doing today, and we built homes for people that really wanted to serve the Lord, and we built schools for them. And yet, that was all me. I lived in hundreds of houses. All the cars that uh, the church had uh, bought uh, was my ca cars, and uh, all the food that was eaten was... Uh, uh, my food, uh, I ate it all. I guess it was, uh, and they charged me with one hundred and ninety million dollars taxes, and we never took in more than 
at that point in time, we had never taken in more than $2 million in t about 20-some years. And here the Chinese are some 190-some. They're the biggest bunch of dirty, filthy liars that ever lived on the face of this earth. It's the devil. Amen? Amen. Okay, so go ahead and let's read this because we only got a few more minutes here. On April 19, 1993, agents of the United States government attacked their compound. Uh, yeah, agents of the United States government. They attacked their church, okay, yes, and their home with all these little kids in there. Then what? and murdered helpless women and children. Men, women, and children. Don't forget about us men. Okay? What's the deal about just women and children? Men, women, and children. Amen? Amen. I'm going to stand up for the men, okay? <laughs> okay, what else? Murdered helpless women and children with battle tanks, flamethrowers, and poison gas. Nearly 100 innocent people lost their lives as a result. What makes this a tra tragedy of the most terrible proportions is that the Davidians had done nothing to provoke this attack by the United States government. That's not the United States government. It's the Vatican that has got these puppets here in the United States. And everyone in that White House is a Vaticanite. Everyone in the federal government is Vaticanites. Every single one of them. You're living with a, around a bunch. You know, we're like the criminals, the people of this country. They want to get their They've given the country away to uh, whoever they wanted to, and they just don't like us because we love the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we got to really get a hold of the Lord. You're living in the last days. These are tribulations. If you don't think that we're in tribulations, well, it's for sure the people at the branch Davidians thought they were in tribulations. Amen. Amen. And so we thought we were too because we've been really attacked by this bunch of goons for a lot of years and thank god that he directed me to get spread this church out and keep silent because the people that own houses they pay taxes on i pay taxes every year uh you know i don't even own i don't even claim my children as dependents because i don't want them to be able to ever falsely accuse me at all i pay taxes on the money that i get and they make me take a salary. I didn't even want a salary, but they make me take it so they can get tax money. Okay, then what? The Branch Davidians got along well with those of the surrounding community. They had some religion, religious beliefs that made them different from other churches. What made us different from made them different from the Catholics? Of course. Mm -hmm. Then what? But then many of the so-called standard churches differ from each other. You better believe it. They all joined in with the Vatican. They believe them. You either believe the gospel or you believe uh, the cult over there in Rome. Okay, what else? Their religious differences were certainly no excuse for the United States government to destroy their That home. isn't the United States government. This uh, writer needs to get this tape, okay, so I can show him how to write. Okay, what else? To destroy their home and their lives, especially without a trial. The First Amendment of, to the Constitution guarantees the right to worship God according to the dictates of one's own conscience, but the government completely ignored this right in the w massacre at Waco. An extremely important point to understand is that virtually everything the government and the news media said about these people were lies. Many so-called experts delivered testimony that caused the majority of the people to believe the exact opposite of the truth. Because of their extensive lies, very few people know what the Branch Davidians were really right. like. See, right there, this man tells you that the news media is a liar. Anybody that believes them is uh, friends of the liar. And the Bible says that Satan is a liar. Amen? Amen. And a murderer. 
and a thief. They stole our property, but now we've regained more than what we had before, and people are living uh, in their own houses now, completely disassociated from the our church. Okay, then what else? And very few people know exactly what took place during the siege at Waco. The lies were told in order to try to justify in some impossible way what the government did there. The First Amendment to the Constitution says that the government shall make no law pertaining to religion. The constitutional rights of the Branch Davidians were totally ignored. The, murders were guilty, the murderers were guilty of the most heinous crimes, and they totally got away with it. Quote, the morning before Easter last year, Shirley Burton, spokeswoman for the Seventh-day Adventist Church, said she got a terrifying phone call. On the line was a church official in Australia relaying a warning that the next day an explosion of violence would occur in a Waco, Texas cult that included dozens of former Adventists. Yeah, the, they, are for, they just broke off from Seventh-day Adventists. Seventh-day Adventists, E.G. White, has written, I mean, I don't believe in their doctrine of eternal security, uh, that you can just sin and still go to heaven. That is a dirty lie. But she is 100% against the Vatican, and the Seventh-day Adventist Church has exposed the Vatican for years before I ever got saved. And that's why they burnt them up. Now they want to get me, <coughs> which the Lord will not allow them to do. And if he does, well, it's just because the Lord wants me uh, to... Um, I don't believe they're going to do it. Because uh, if they do kill me, you know who did it. Amen. 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 Okay, then go ahead. The man got the warning from parents of a cult member. Quote, the parents had just had word that there would be a suicide massacre, unquote, Burton said, adding that her mind filled with images of the 1978 murder-suicide of Jim Jones and 900 of his followers. That was all done by the government, too. They actually shot those people. They didn't take uh, Kool-Aid. You can't talk men, women, and children, little kids to take poison Kool-Aid. I mean, you'd have to be an idiot out of your mind to believe such a dirty lie as that. But the media brainwashed you better, I mean, they brain damage you to believe this dirty, filthy lie. Then what? In Guyana, church authorities tipped off Waco police and Easter passed without incident. But peace came to a bloody end this past Sunday when sect members began a shootout with federal agents. See, unquote. sect members, they call anything other than Catholics a sect. They don't call them a church because they don't believe in the freedom of religion. They, the Vatican says to hell with the freedom of religion to hell with the U.S. Constitution. Then what? The Washington Post, March 3, 1993. The words, quote, cult, unquote, and, quote, sect, unquote, are used any time the government or news media want to cast suspicion on or, on or discredit a particular church group. Quote, last spring, officials of the Seventh-day Adventist Church heard from colleagues in Sydney that the Branch Davidians were planning a mass suicide for Easter Sunday. About the same time, the State Department got word from sources in Australia that Korish's group was stockpiling arms and planning suicide. State passed... Born-again Christians would never commit suicide. They would never do that. Catholics are fa famous for it. Then what else? State passed it on to the ATF, the government's Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, which began its investigation in June 1992, unquote, Newsweek, March 15, 1993. Both of these articles tell of malicious rumors being circulated about the Branch Davidians. Nothing ever came of them. David Korsh, the leader of the Davidians, learned that the ATF wanted to get complete information about him in June 1992. 
Korish invited the BATF, the government's Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, to come out to the Mount Carmel compound in order to look and see whatever Not they compound, wanted. the house and the church, okay? Yes. Then what? Tragically, the BATF refused to come out. The siege on the Davidian church began on February 28, 1993. Instead of simply knocking on the front door, 100 BATF agents stormed the compound to arrest David Korish. Mm. Not the compound. You don't read that compound anymore because it was just a church yes. and a house, okay? The government has compounds, okay? Then what? Korish went jogging quite frequently, and the government could have arrested him during those times, but they weren't interested in simply arresting Korish. The government wanted a confrontation. Unthreatened BATF and FBA, FBI agents opened fire with automatic weapons at the front door on, and the walls, knowing that there were innocent women and children inside. During this siege, four BATF agents were killed. The four BATF agents that died on February 28th had all been bodyguards for Bill Clinton from the time of the Democratic Convention until Bill Clinton became president. These four BATF agents were the only federal agents to die in the siege at Waco. Linda Thompson's videotape entitled Waco the Big Lie shows that those BATF agents were not killed or shot at by Branch Davidians. The tape shows the agents going into the compound through an upstairs window. It then shows the other BATF agents who is out on the roof actually shooting in through the window where those BATF agents had just entered. Just to make it look like Korish was, uh, was firing at him. And that's a another dirty, filthy lie. They will not expose that to the press. Then what? Those four BATF agents who were bodyguards of Bill Clinton were killed by their own people. There are many questions in the Waco tragedy that have never been answered. Why did Bill Clinton go to such extremes at Waco? There were problems at the Mar Mount Carmel Church in 1987. There was a shootout over the leadership of the Branch Davidians between David Korish and his followers and George Roden and his followers. Seven Davidians at that time, along with David Korish, were arrested, indicted, and tried for attempted murder. According to the prosecutor in the case, McLennan County District Attorney Vic Fiesel, quote, We had no problems. We treated them like human beings rather than stormtrooping the place. They were extremely polite people. After the trial, although we didn't agree with everything they believed or said, many of the staff were pretty sympathetic with them, unquote. Houston Chronicle, March 1, 1993. The government's action was a vulgar display of power, being met with fear and paranoia on the part of the Davidians. If the federal government had called and talked to the Davidians, the Davidians would have given them whatever they wanted. I see our time is up. Uh, we're going to continue this maybe on the next tape, uh, but uh, we, I wanted to get into this um, part 16, but the Lord let me know that there's going to, they're, that they're planning some kind of thing again, some more atrocities that they do. They did the uh, all these different atrocities in the country, and everybody's, there's a m m masses of millions of people that know that. But uh, those of you that, uh, you know, if you want to be secure in a time when this country has been taken over, then you need to get into uh, Christ, and you need to have God's life living in you. So in order to have Christ living in you with his Father by the Spirit, you need to say this prayer. We're living in the most troublesome times of all. We're living in the time of tribulation, and most people don't know we're living in the hour and the time just before the Lord comes back. Just say this prayer to the Lord so that you can have the Lord in you. 
say, My Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus is the Son of the living God. I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood that uh, to take all away my sins. And I believe that God raised Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit from the dead. I believe God raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open up the door of my heart and I invite you into my heart, Lord Jesus. Wash all my filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul. Therefore, I know you've heard me and answered me, and I know I'm saved. And so just raise your hands up, and, uh, and I thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Just thank him and praise him. Now raise your hands up and thank him and praise him. And if you want a copy of this tape, it's tape or CD number 117. And uh, tune in tomorrow so that you can hear part 16 of How to Have God's Life Living in You. Until then, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo saying God bless you and praise the Lord. Amen.